Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the DeMar Hamlin situation. Uh, very unfortunate. I'm glad he's made a full recovery. Um, you know, I didn't just want to jump on after something like that happened and try to get like views or whatever. Um, a lot of people did that. And that's just very. Uh, that it just it's very unsavory, in my opinion. Um, a lot of people said some negative things about T Higgins, about the game should have went on. I mean, just crazy, man. Dude almost died out there on the field. Um, the freak accident. I mean, I've seen that tackle, that type of tackle a million times. I've made that tackle when I played football. Um, it's just, it's just a very unfortunate incident, but I'm glad he made, I'm glad he's made a recovery somewhat. He's doing better. Um, and I'm glad that, you know, people come together. I don't like when people come together when it's tragic. You know, people should come together in the best of times, not the worst of times. Um, but, you know, a lot of these sports commentators, uh, debate show hosts, you know, just very unprofessional in their critique of the tackle and the game. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm glad that, again, he's making he's moving in a positive direction for him, for him, for his family. And uh, that's that's all that matters. Nothing else really matters. Um, so obviously I watched him play a little bit. He was in the ACC. I'm not going to sit here and say I followed his whole career. I didn't. You know, I didn't know, really know who he was like, like Jamie Robinson of Florida State. Like he, you know, I didn't know who he was. I seen him play a couple of times in, you know, when Pittsburgh was, you know, doing their thing, uh, you know, the last couple of years. So I knew of him, but I wasn't like an avid follower of his per se. So, but none of that matters. I just want to, I don't want to come over here and make it seem like I'm just all Damar Hamlin as far as knowing who he is and all that stuff. You know, I just hope that he can make a full recovery from that situation and one day get back on the field because I know that's what he wants. So that's, that's pretty much it on that. <laughs> I mean... We got some we got some great news and then we have some not so great news. Treshawn Ward got in the portal. Jared Verse decided to stay. Um I I I don't think the Treshawn Ward news is gonna really be that big of a deal because the running back room is so deep. Um I would have loved to have had him on this team. 
But I mean, at the end of the day, he's he's got to do what's best for him. So I can only respect that. Um, the bigger news to me is Jared verse Stan. Um, this is tremendous. I, I think, you know, it puts us in a great position next season to make a national championship run. Um, like I've been saying the past couple of months, man, you know, it, it, a lot of this depends on Patrick Payton too. He's got to get in the weight room. He's got to get bigger and stronger. That's the only weakness of his game is that he can't disengage from really good off, really good tackles. Um, but I mean, just the being able to get around tackles, you know, the the um, the speed, the agility, the pass rushing skills. I mean, he's pretty good, man. But I just if he gets stronger and put on some weight. And, and he can use his, he can bull rush and do stuff like that, man. The sky's the limit for him. I mean, linebacking core, you know, we've answered some questions in the secondary. I mean, I, I really feel like, the, you know, the offensive line is going to be a strength again. I, I, I really don't see no weakness on this team. You know, uh, if, if uh, you know, like I said, if versus coming back, that's gonna give us a pass rush. We gotta have some depth. We gotta find some depth from somewhere, um, cause those guys can't play the whole game. Um, the defensive tackle from Miami, the defensive tackle from Western Michigan, love it is coming back. I mean, it's it's just gonna be. We have to be the odds odds on favorite for the ACC at least. Um. So that Clemson. Florida State game is going to be huge. But even if we lose that game, if we can still run the table the rest of the way, uh, we could still rematch them in the ACC championship. Um, but I'm just very excited for next season, man. Um, I don't see any weaknesses on offense. Um. I would like for them to use Marquise and Douglas more of a lead blocker. I think Trey Benson is at his best when he has a lead blocker. Um, I really would. Um, I mean, that's really it on offense. The offensive line, when everybody was out there, was was pretty good. Um, I mean, wide receivers are good. I'm really anxious to see what Hakeem Williams does. Um, as a true freshman, what kind of impact can he make? Uh, I want to see what Julian Armella is going to do. Is he Can he push for some playing time? Um, but other than that, I mean, uh, Johnny Wilson, man. <laughs> I mean, just a beast out there. And, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see how this thing unfolds next season. If we can get past LSU, I don't see anybody stopping us. I promise you that I think Mike Norvell has like a uh, tap on my iPhone when I record my podcast. Because um, earlier in this podcast, I was talking about the defensive line and what we needed. And then, boom, 
you get this guy from South Carolina. Um, I mean, Mike Norvell knows what he's doing, man. I, I think we can we can come to that general consensus now. He has the pulse of the the whole organization. He has the pulse of this team, and I just feel like next year is is is. It's national championship or bust. I mean, definitely a minimum ACC championship game. Um, you know, it's it's just a very exciting time to be a Florida State fan right now. Um, I didn't even watch the national championship. I mean, when I seen Georgia just boom, boom, boom right down the field, I was like, this is over. There's there's no way that TCU can match them at the line of scrimmage and uh, give George all the credit in the world, man. They Kirby Smart went out and built this team, and he's doing a tremendous job. Uh, back-to-back national champions. All you can do is just, you know, give them a salute, and uh, hopefully, you know, Florida State can be there next year to try to dethrone these guys. It's going to be very hard if we get there. This is a very physical football team. They don't need a superstar quarterback. They just need a quarterback who doesn't make mistakes. And, you know, when you're that dominant at the line of scrimmage, you don't need a big-time quarterback. I would venture to say that Jordan Travis is better than Stenson Bennett. Um, I think you could put Jordan Travis on Georgia – and they don't miss a beat. I don't think you could put Stenson Bennett on our team and get the same results. Not a shot at Stenson Bennett, but, I mean, you know, I I just don't think he's that great. I think he is in a great situation with a great offensive line and a great defensive line. And um, we'll see where he goes in the pros. Um. But I just feel like we got a pipeline in South Carolina, man. We just keep getting these guys from South Carolina. And, uh, you know, we've struggled. Um, you know, hopefully this third time it will be a charm. This defensive end coming from South Carolina can come in and be dynamic. And, uh, you know, I'm still anxious to see what McClendon and Patrick Payton and, uh, you know, the rest of the guys are going to – how they're going to respond to that. At any rate, you're going to rotate guys. Um, so, you know, everybody's going to get an opportunity to play. And, um, man, you, you're going to have a rotation on the de- at the defensive ends. You're going to have a rotation at the defensive tackles. Um, you've added some – you've added a secondary player. Your linebackers are young, you know. Uh, you got Tatum and DeLoach. Running that four two five, it's gonna be crazy. Offensively, you went out and got some 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 serious beef on the offensive line, so it's just like, you know, there's no weak point right now, you know, barring injury. You know, I would I would definitely say uh, depth might be an issue um, on on both sides of the ball. I think our starting twenty two can match up with anybody. Um, but, you know, I keep saying this and Mike Norvell keeps proving me wrong. I don't think building your team through the transfer portal is sustainable. I've said that a million times because you don't know who's coming out year to year. 
But, I mean, the last couple years, he's went out and got players. Um, But I, I really think long-term success is high school recruiting. You know, you look at Alabama, you look at Georgia, you look at Clemson, you look at Ohio State, Oklahoma, you know, the teams that um, are perennial playoff teams and, um, you know, their their sustainability is through high school recruiting. You know, they'll go get one, they'll get a piece here, a piece there from the portal, but large in part, you know, their stuff is going to be high school recruiting and, you know, I respect that. And I want Florida State to get back to that with the emphasis on offensive and defensive linemen. Um, but, you know, uh, TCU, hats off to them. They had a tremendous season. Um, Michigan was overrated, obviously. Um, I don't think if even if Michigan wins that game, I don't feel like they give – um, uh, Georgia, any kind of resistance if they played in that game. Uh, I feel like Ohio State, Ohio State, Georgia was basically the national championship. I mean, I think we can universally come to that conclusion. Georgia, Ohio State was pretty much the national championship. I'm not going to say that TCU and Michigan didn't belong there. I mean, they they won their games, they won their conference, and they deserve to be there. But, um, you know, obviously Georgia is working, you know, on a whole nother level. Um, you know, this is going to be my last episode for a while. Um, you know, I'm not really going to sit here and, you know, unless it's just something crazy like, Travis Hunter decides to come back to Florida or come to Florida State. I shouldn't say come back. You know, something like that, then yeah, but just, you know, just finish, just putting the finishing touches on the 22, 2022, 2023 season. Um, you know, I think the sky's the limit going forward. Um, you know, I'm I'm so happy that you know, our leaders, our best offensive player, our best defensive player decided to come back. Um, you would have wanted Jamie Robinson to come back, but he's got to do what's best for him. And, you know, he's a great player. I don't feel like he's that great in pass coverage. He's a box safety at best, um, but he's a great tackler. He makes plays. And I'm not going to take anything away from him, but, you know, on this podcast, we try to keep it real as much as possible. Um, you know, we got the kicker from East Tennessee State University. I don't know nothing about that guy, so I'm not going to sit up here and say it's an improvement or it's worse than Fitzgerald. Well, we'll see. Um, Mastromano, pretty good punter. Um you know, we improved in the, the uh, kickoff return and punt return game. Um, I think Ja'Kai Douglas will probably take over the kick return and you leave uh, Micah Pittman at the punt returner. Um, and I just feel like, hey, man, 
at at best, at worst, if we go ten and two. LSU and Clemson. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I think Clemson at this point just has the the mental edge in the matchup. I don't think they have better talent at this point right now. I think they just have the mental edge. But, you know, if we can just go out there and out-physical those guys. And you saw in the Oklahoma game, I guarantee you Brent Venables went straight to Dabo and was like, you know, how do we beat these guys? And you run the football. And that was our weak point. I mean, really the whole season, if Fabian Lovett wasn't playing, the uh, run game was pretty much, you know, we got ate up. Um, so I, you know, I, again, kudos to the, to Mike Norvell and staff for going out and getting, you know, the, the, um, the, the defensive tackle from Miami, the defensive tackle from Western Michigan. And, uh, I don't think run defense, Fabian Lovett comes back. I don't think, uh, run defense is going to be an issue next season. I think Briggs comes back. I don't know if he plays defensive end or defensive tackle. Um, I think Warner, who's been there like forever, I think he has one more year. Um, you know, I don't think you can look past the the um, Treshawn Ward transfer. Hopefully they can get him to come back, man. But, I, you know, I'm just like, where is he going to go? Where is he gonna go and be a starter and be the guy? I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to picture in my mind where does he go. Um, you know, maybe he got an offer from somebody. I don't know. I, I'm not bitter about it. I mean, I used, like I said many times, if you have an opportunity to increase your financial, you know, whatever, do it. Cause you you never know when your last play on that field is gonna be. Um. So, in name, image, likeness, go get it. You know, I know, no, um, no, um, you know, side chatter for me. Like, I really love the fact that these guys can go out and make money now and actually change their lives, change their families' lives. I, I just think, you know, it's entertainment. It's a game. Um, you know, they're putting their health their health and their safety willingly on the line for people like me to be entertained. It, at the very least, they should be able to make some money off of it. So if I had to predict a Final Four or playoff for next season, I would probably go definitely Georgia. I think Alabama's going to be back. Well, we have to see who their quarterback is going to be. Um, but I just think with some of the talent that they're bringing in, it's going to be kind of hard for them not to get back. Um, I think Florida State will be a fringe team. I don't know if they're going to make it. So right now I got Georgia, Alabama. I'm going to go Ohio State. And... I'm gonna say USC. I, I, you know, if if Lincoln Riley can't 
win at USC and win consistently and be a playoff team consistently, there's a problem. Okay? Because... <laughs> You're in. You're probably in Southern California is one of the most fertile recruiting grounds in the country. South Florida, Georgia, South Georgia, South Florida, um, Southern California. Um, you know, just some of the most fertile recruiting grounds. You know, and I just feel like he he's got to put it all together. Um, he's got his quarterback. His defense wasn't good. Um, I like that dude Malik Brown, though. The running back, he he he's special. But uh, I digress. You know, I I really want to take this podcast like to a global type view of college football, still with the emphasis on Florida State. But there's nothing wrong with talking about other football stuff, and. Uh, you know, the future is very bright for Florida State. Um, you know, now after next season, that's going to be the real, you know, litmus test to see how your recruiting paid off. Right. Um, so that's really what I'm anxious to see. You know, A.J. Duffy. Um, The uh, quarterback, I can't think of his name, that's been there like forever, um, Rodemaker. Um, you got a kid coming in in the 2024 class. You got another quarterback coming in this year. So early enrollees. Um, you know, what What could have been this season? That's that's really what I'm looking at. Uh you know, 10 and 3 is great, but again, we have a standard here. You know, it's nice to to be relevant again, to win a bowl game against, a, you know, a big-name opponent. That's all fine and dandy, but, you know, there's a standard. And, you know, we all have to hold this team to the standard. The team has to hold themselves to the standard. First and foremost, it really don't matter what the fans think. It's all about that team, that coaching staff, and then you factor in the fans. But 10-3 and three after what we've been through for the last six, seven years is tremendous. I don't want to make light of that, but I really do feel like, you know, to get back to that top tier, you know, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, to get back into that conversation, you know, we got to start getting guys. Um, I, I really want to see what this Hakeem Williams uh, receiver, what he's going to be. I'm really anxious to see that big receiver um, who run. Look from from what I've from what I've seen on the internet and from what I've saw on YouTube, runs great routes, has great hands, fast. You know, strong. So, I mean, you, you just see what type of receivers he likes. He likes big receivers. He likes, you know, uh, jitterbugs like Micah Pittman and Ja'Kai Douglas and um, Pokey Wilson. Um, 
So, I mean, then running backs, he'll go power. He'll go power with the running backs. He'll go scat back. I mean, he he's all over the place. I love it. He's not locked into a certain type of running back. Um, offensive line, like I said earlier, you know, you need rhinos. He's went out and got several rhinos. Um, you know, the, the highlight there for me is Julian Armella, I think. You know, arguably, maybe the best tackle on this roster, and he should be a starter next season. I don't care if it's right or left. I feel like Darius Washington should be an interior lineman. His best game was at center. I want to say against LSU, he played center. Um, so... He's not a tackle, but he did play a hell of a game against uh, – oh, I can't think of the opponent. He played right tackle when turn time went out, and he played a hell of a game. I have to give him credit. I forget which game that was, but history says that he's not a good tackle. He's a better interior lineman. So, um, real anxious to see who they put out there. Next season, do they just go with the best five or do they go position by position? It's going to be really anxious. I'm really anxious to see that, you know, defensive line. We already know it's going to be verse. Um, I don't know. Love it. Verse and love it are going to be starters. And I don't know who the other defensive tackle or defensive end is going to be. I think that, uh, DeLoach and Bethune are going to be your uh, linebackers. I think Fentrell Cypress is definitely a starter. I mean, he's he's arguably the best corner on the roster right now. So I don't know who's going to be the other corner. I think uh, Akeem Dent is going to be the free safety. I think Shaheen Brown is going to be the strong safety. And I don't know who they're going to get to play that um, – that star position, that hybrid safety linebacker. Um, I really don't know. I mean, maybe you throw Shaheen Brown out there and and put Azaree Thomas at safety. I don't know. You got Greedy Vance, who's pretty good. You still got Jones. Um, so, you know. I think Fentrell Cypress, you put him on the best receiver every game and just, you know, see how that works. And then I think it's going to be a very interesting season. I really can't wait, man. September 3rd, Orlando, LSU, if we can get past those guys, it's going to be, you know, sky's the limit. Um, but we have to come out and play with that same intensity that we played in and uh, – this past season's opener because everybody, including myself, thought LSU was just going to roll. We, I thought we was going to get, you know, manhandled at the point of attack, but we went out there and punched those guys in the mouth. But, you know, we let up at the end. We started making mistakes. Um, so whatever it takes next season, you know, I think we can be real special, man. Um, it's all about what we do 
how we prepare, you know, strength and conditioning is really the, the, the secret sauce, strength and conditioning. So, um, again, this probably going to be the last episode for a while. Um, I'm going to enjoy this off season. You know, I don't really do no recruiting talk unless it's just something phenomenal like, you know, Travis Hunter type level stuff. Um, so that's the, really the only way you're going to hear from me from, from now until like maybe August. Um, you know, and, uh, I'm going to still put up videos. So if you listen on YouTube, you know, I really appreciate the support. 9,000 subscribers, you know, nothing big, but I never thought I would get one person to subscribe to subscribe to that channel. And, you know, we average about a hundred listeners on here a day. So, you know, modest, minor, small stuff. But I'm very appreciative of the people that listen to me and my monotone voice. Uh so um thank you for listening. I really do appreciate the support. Podcasts available on YouTube and on all podcast platforms. Um can't wait for next season. As always, go nose.